What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to episode number 21 of the Review Point podcast, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, the man who calls the shots over at Fanboys Anonymous, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel for this episode is Caroline Oliveira. Hi! Today we are going to be targeting the latest entry in the James Bond film franchise, Spectre, which I saw opening night, Caroline saw yesterday, or was it today? Yep, yesterday. Yesterday. So we had a little bit of time to kind of... Uh, digest the movie and stuff. I'm going to be watching it a second time, and then after that, I'll probably do some, like, secondary, third, tertiary kind of review or something <laughs> like that. I already do have a Making the Grade Up, if you're interested in reading that. You can check that out on Fanboys Anonymous, and uh, got a list of some Easter eggs and stuff, too. So I'm really in Spectre mode lately, and I'm not even going to pretend to, you know, kind of bury the lead here. I freaking love this movie. I thought it was awesome. Uh, so you're going to hear me gush over a lot of stuff and nerd out really bad, like Terminator <laughs> movie club level bad. Uh, but if you're unfamiliar with how the review point podcast works, it's pretty simple. It's just a review, but we talk about what we thought was a hit or a miss, whether it was good or bad, that kind of a thing, positive or negative. And, uh, there will be spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie yet and you don't want to know what happens, bookmark this, go watch the movie, then come back and check out our review. Make sure you leave your comments below and tell us what you think and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So first impressions, what did you think about Spectre? Oh my God, I had so much fun. It was a great movie. Like I loved how it started um, with the Day of the Dead. I mean, hello, that's not a surprise. That. Yeah, I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So predictable, Caroline. Uh, love the villain, love the torture scene. Yeah, it was great. I had fun. And what's your backstory when it comes to the Bond franchise? Which movies have you seen? Um, I mean, I feel like I've seen a bunch of the very like old ones. I can't really remember the names, and they were like dubbed in Portuguese, so I'm sure I have to rewatch them at some point. Um, uh, when I was really young, and then um, I watched uh. Oh man, uh, wait! I I always confuse if it's like die. It's dying out of the day. Right? They all have like the same names and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one's dying out of the day. And then like I stopped watching them for a bit, and then I watched Skyfall, and I freaked out because I love that movie so much. Um, and then yeah, that's it. So I mean, I'm not a big, 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 big fan like you are, but. I grew up with the old one, so Did I you understand. See Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. I've seen uh, Casino Royale. I haven't seen Quantum yet. Good, you skipped the one that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now I've been a Bond fan since 1995, I think 96, maybe. I uh, I kind of always like knew what the franchise was, but I couldn't get into it as like I was a little little kid because I mean they're not like rated R or anything, but they're a little bit higher up than what some of the stuff I used to watch. I mean I watched Terminator and RoboCop and that kind of then that stuff's like pretty terrible, but you know, <laughs> when you're you know like a seven year old kid, you'd rather watch Ninja Turtles than Goldfinger because Goldfinger's a little boring. But I got into it and ended up, you know, buying all the movies, watching them a hundred times, that kind of a thing and stuff. And uh, with this Daniel Craig version, a lot of things were kind of bugging me here and there. And my first reaction when they cast Daniel Craig, I was just like, this guy's ugly. And he's blonde. (laughs) Like, they can't – I'll send them a check for 10 bucks for a bottle of hair dye if it makes them better. (laughs) But – 
he won me over a little bit in Casino Royale, although there were things that bothered me about that, that it didn't seem like it was James Bond enough. And I thought that when Quantum of Solace came out that they would fix all that, and that movie just sucks. So when I saw Skyfall and they kind of went back to a little bit, like we, they reintroduced Q, they reintroduced Moneypenny, they had the different office at the end that was like the one that looked like the old one. That started to make me go like, okay, now we're getting back into James Bond a little bit instead of the Bourne series, sort of. Mm. And my favorite part about Spectre, this is so a James Bond film from before Daniel Craig. (laughs) (laughs) It's good that they, they keep like the action is still modern and it's not wacky like like die another day i mean that's ridiculous like they got (laughs) lasers going all over the place and the main villain gets plastic surgery and he's wearing some kind of a an electrified iron man suit in a plane (laughs) and using satellites to blow up diamonds and it's just like that's ridiculous and this one's just kind of like two guys are gonna fight in a train, like from Rush With Love, or we've got a watch that can explode. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's, it's very, very more like on the modern side, but I loved how many references there were. And I saw it with a couple friends and none of them are as big of fans uh, as I am, of course, but Dace in particular, he hadn't seen any of them really. So, of course, he made the joke, like, okay, so this guy's, like, a spy or something, right? Like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there trying to give him, like, a little bit of, like, that was this, like, during the movie, like, when they showed Vesper. Uh-huh. He, I could see he had this look on his face, like, I don't get this. And I was just like, Vesper was his ex. And he's like, ah, oh, okay, I get it. So then I was like, okay, now that we know that, now he can get this part of the movie. And... I'm geeking out over like little tiny things left and right. Like there's a part in the film where uh, there's a safe house. And uh, you remember that part at the end where they, they're kind of like, we need to all group together and we're going to do that, that strike on the new headquarters. Right. The building that they go into on the, the shop, like the, the glass wall, glass wall window. That's what it's called. (laughs) Uh, it says that the name of the shop is Hildbrand and that they specialize in rarities. And I was just like, I get it. I get it. Because there's a short story called The Hildbrand Rarity. But it's about ah. a fish. So it's oh. like, <laughs> they would never turn that into an actual movie. So I was just like, oh, that's The Hildbrand Rarity. Like, duh. You know, kind of... <laughs> huh, Quantum of so cool. Solace pissed me off about that. Like, that's my favorite title out of any Bond thing, and they ruined it. Uh, there's a short story called Quantum of Solace, and it basically is like Bond's at like a dinner party or something. This is like when he used to write for Playboy, and it was like just a couple short stories of like... Right. Uh, the Bond character in the books is very like... I mean, he's a total prick, but like at the same time, he likes talking about how he likes black coffee and stuff. (laughs) A little boring. But there's a big discussion in that, and it's like he's talking with some old guy or something about the quantum of solace is the last bit of happiness that you have in a relationship before you move on or something. And I was Ah. like, that's a perfect title for this movie where Vesper's been killed and whatever. 
And they have a scene in that movie where he talks to an old man about relationships, but they don't drop the Quantum of Solace thing. Instead, they just call the uh, organization Quantum. And I'm like, you're fucking dumb. Like, that's the kind of thing where when Bond orders a vodka martini and he says, you know, how would you like it? And you're sitting there expecting shaken, not stirred. And he goes, do I look like I give a damn? And you're like, yes, you do, because you like it shaken, not stirred, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So I loved how, like, this movie had the shaken, not stirred line. It had Bond, James Bond. And uh, we started the movie off in a way that I'll admit, if you would have had a camera on me, I probably would be embarrassed about my reaction to it. (laughs) Because one of my things that really has irked me about the past three movies, they don't have that opening gun barrel thing. The Uh, the two white circles and Bond shoots at the screen and the blood comes down, that kind of thing. Every other movie before the Daniel Craig ones had that. And when they didn't do it for Casino Royale, I'm like, all right, well, he's not a double O yet. I kind of get it. I don't like it, but I get it. Quantum of Solace and Skyfall, it just pissed me off so bad. <laughs> and I'm talking to my friend Ryan before the movie starts. The previews are on. People are still chatting and stuff. And uh, he said something about, like, uh, you know, like, do you think you're going to like it or something? And I was just like, dude, you're going to know from the very first five seconds of the movie if I'm going to be loving this or not. Because if they don't have that fucking gun barrel, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. So he specifically was like, all right, I'm going to watch your reaction during this. And as soon as that white circle popped up, I literally clapped and jumped out of my seat. Aww. <laughs> I was just like, yes, it's a freaking gun barrel. Like, ah, oh my God. And he started cracking up and he's like, dude, that's so <laughs> I think that's awesome. Like, it's cool when you watch a movie that that has a big following like James Bond and it goes back to its origins and it does little things for the fans. Uh, Because I mean, I don't know if somebody who's like brand new to James Bond movies would appreciate as much. Like that's like clearly for the fans, for the people that been watching the movies and know all about uh, 007. So I think that's really good. I feel like that's like the type of reaction that uh, <laughs> Sam Mendes wanted. <laughs> right. And even at, like I made everybody stay for the end and I forget who it was, but somebody was like, oh, is there an after credit sequence? Like the Marvel films? And I was just like, no, I'm just, I want to read the part that says James Bond will return. Aww. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I read that. He's going to return. All right, we're done. Like, we can leave now. There's. They're like, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I needed. As long as we got that out of the way. like, you know. But there were so many things in this, and I'm not going to break them all down, because if you guys want to read that list, you can go. I mean, there's little tiny references that I picked up that were, like, you know, kind of ridiculous. Like, you know, 009 has bad luck in all the movies, so he steals 009's car. <laughs> like, you know, that kind of crap. But... Um, that's not what review points about, you know, read that if you want to. But let's start breaking down characters and kind of how they go through the plot and, you know, what that's like. I mean, Bond's Bond. We don't really need to break that right. down, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what are your thoughts on Daniel Craig as Bond? Because right now, the biggest story that's been going around with this, he seems like he's over it and that he might not be coming back. Hmm. Well, I... 
I call him my sexy monkey man <laughs> because he looks like a monkey, but he's so sexy. Like I like him. I'm not gonna lie. I like him that he's kind of like he's not even like in his fight scenes. He's not as tidy as the other Bonds are. They, he doesn't care. Like he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna break a fucking wall if he needs to. Like I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so hot. <laughs> and he looked like a monkey. Like I okay, I, I have issues. Everybody that listens to these podcasts already know this, but I like him. I I mean I kind of like that he's blonde. It gives me more hope that one day we're gonna have a black James Bond. But this is like for later, I guess. Uh, whatever. But I like him. I really do. He has those piercing eyes. He looks good on a suit. And he looks like he really could kick some ass in real life. So I love him. I've always been kind of like, well, there's this part I like about this Bond and this part about another one. Like, Timothy Dalton's still my favorite, and he doesn't get anywhere near as much credit as he should because people just don't think that two movies is, like, good enough, I guess. I don't know. Uh. But I've always thought, like, Connery is the best when it comes to being a jerk. I mean, he's a fucking asshole in those movies. (laughs) And Dalton kind of brings that forward because Dalton's a prick too. And uh, apparently he was like on set too. Like he was telling Carrie Lowell how to kiss him. And Brosnan is like the charmer kind of guy. Like I can see when people are like, they're just dropping their panties and, you know, yes. stuff. Just, like if I was a girl, I'd be like so into Pierce Brosnan. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's gorgeous and then roger moore's the funny bond and lazenby's the one who is terrible like daniel craig he was really like the action bond Mm -hmm. and it's taken until this movie for me to actually see him be a little bit more on like the the funny side and a little bit more bond to me like this is my favorite time that he's been bond definitely and i gotta say my least one's probably quantum of solace but that's directing and stuff too yeah um, but then we had our two main Bond girls. Of course, there's a wide variety of Bond girls. You either have like the the bimbo type that they show up, they have like a bikini on, and then that's it. Where you have <laughs> the ones that are actually like characters, or the ones that try too hard, the ones that are really like jokes, kind of. But we had a uh, Lucia Schiara who everybody went nuts because Monica Bellucci's one of the only Bond women who's actually older than Bond. Oh, she's so gorgeous, too. And she is, isn't she? I mean, it's kind of like... Yeah. She's like 51, I think. Oh, really? Like, I think she's yeah. 51. Oh, God. She looks she looked so good in that lingerie shot. Oh, that was... shot was like... <laughs> I was thinking about that after, like... When they cut to the next scene, it was just like, wait, that's it? Like, they're just I gonna... know! It's like, and I'm a girl, and I'm straight, but that's all I was thinking about. Like, really? That's it? No more? Like, I want to see more of that. <laughs> She's so hot. Like, what? Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if this is me being mean or what, but I got to say one of my misses of the movie, though, they didn't kill her. Hmm. I think they should have killed her. Yeah. Like, she expresses in the movie that she knows that she's going to die. Right. And she says to him, you only bought me five minutes. But 
There, he, I don't know. Like, I think that there could have been. Doesn't a he where... mention that he's gonna get somebody to help her? Though. Oh yeah, before that's he, right. he does tell. He says about yeah. uh, Felix. Yes. Because they, for some reason, didn't want to have Felix in the movie. <laughs> well, I guess you know it makes sense that they didn't because they had Tanner, they had Q, Money Penny. Like, how many more people can you add? But little yeah. nod to Felix was good because Felix is still out there. And so I, I feel like. It would. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I also feel that if they decided to do kill her, it would send like the wrong message. Like, oh, she's like the old one, so let's just like kill her off. Well, that's kind of deal. I didn't think about that because people are complaining. They're like, well, why isn't she like the main one? Well, because she's older. No, because her character is older, and yeah, you know, there's more of a story for Madeline Swan. Yeah. Yeah. True. With uh. With Madison, uh, Madison, Madeline Swan, I, I thought that this was going to go a completely different route. And have you ever seen On Her Majesty's Secret Service? No, I haven't. All right, that one sucks, too. But okay. <laughs> a lot of people love it. That's one of those you either love it or hate it kind of movies because it's either – I think it's boring and I hate George Lazenby as Bond. I'm not a big fan of Diana Rigg and just uh, so much about the movie I don't like, but – I know a lot of people that they think that that's like the Bond movie because it's one of the most important ones. That's the one where Bond gets married. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, she dies. Dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, but looking back at the end of this movie, I was thinking Madeline Swan's very, very much like the Bond girl in that because uh, Tracy in that movie is the daughter of a crime syndicate leader and right. Madeline Swan's the daughter of Mr. White the Pale King which I thought that was kind of cool the Pale King yeah like, that's so cool what an awesome nickname uh, but they had like Mr. White was a character in Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace that complete villain like no amount of respect whatsoever and I thought it was kind of cool that like they did this transition between like he and uh, Bond sort of liked each other in this movie. Yeah. And like he gives him his word that he's going to protect Madeline, and Madeline's like, "Well, I don't give a shit about that old man," but she cries when he dies, or when she knows that he's dead. Like, I don't know. I kind of like that angle because one of my favorite things about the Bond girls lately, I don't like it when like, and they've done this in the older ones too, but they they do it a lot with like newer movies. I don't like it when somebody looks at a more misogynist film franchise and they go, well, we got to compensate for it instead mm-hmm. of just like fixing it. Right. Like the bond films of the old ones, they're really sexist. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'll flat out admit it. <laughs> and you can't do that now because now that's frowned upon, which it should be. <laughs> right. But I hate it when they make like in uh the world is not enough. The Dr. Christmas Jones character is like, I can't picture Denise Richards being a, like, a nuclear physicist. Right, and, exactly, yeah. It's you know, but right. but if they have, like, Madeline Swan, I mean, she's a psychiatrist or psychologist or, like, did they ever specify what she was? I feel like they did in, like, a very subtle way they I, I think that when it when Bond is saying all the degrees that she has, I think it's psychiatry. 
No, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know if they like. They probably might have even like avoided saying it for sure. Just yeah. To kind of be like, ah, she's smart. You know? Right. But I like how so she's intelligent. We already established that with like that first meeting. Great. You know, I, I I'm sick of the bimbo type. So good to have her be smart. And then they have that scene where he's just kind of a little bit like talking down to her. Like, I got to show you, this is the trigger of a fucking gun. And yeah. Gun. And there's a reason for her to actually know how to use a gun. That's because her dad was frigging Mr. White. So I liked that. But at the same time, they didn't go out of their way to make her like save Bond in any way. Like, yeah, there's the part with uh, the watch, but that's totally Bond. He's just. Take my watch. Oh, and, and also on the train as well. When he um he's about to be thrown out of the train, she manages to shoot uh the big guy. Good old Dave Batista. Yes. <laughs> With his iron nails. And his dumb little hat. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked Madeline Swan a lot. I thought that she was great. Uh I'd give her no, oh, this is gonna sound terrible. I'd give her a hit, but <laughs> What do you think? Was she a positive or a negative in the movie? She was good. I mean, I guess part of me, I had a, like, I liked exactly what you said. Like, there was a reason for her to be there. There was a reason for her to be smart, knows how to shoot and all that. But there was something for me that was just not clicking. Um, But it might have been just, like, an acting situation for me. I felt like she was... I don't know. Like, I had a hard time connecting with her, and I really wanted to like her. Like, I like the the part that she gets drunk, and, like, that's cool, (laughs) because it's not like she's a a doll, you know? Um, But, like, there was something missing for me. I just, I can't, I've been trying to think since I watched the movie. I watched it, like, yesterday in the afternoon, so I had some time to think about it. But I can't pinpoint what exactly was missing from her. But overall, I do like her character, and I think that she was a good addition for this movie. I think I might know what it is. What is it? Because I was thinking there there could have been at least one more scene where maybe she expressed, like, not, like, fear for the situation or, like, regret for not patching things up with her dad, or but, like, something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they kind of did a lot with, like, a tear falls and you're supposed to just be like, okay, well then she actually does care. But maybe if she would have like expressed it more in like dialogue. Right. Or even when she was drunk, like that's like the perfect opportunity. Like let her be like belligerent and upset about things. Yeah. I think you're right. Instead. She's just kind of like, Hey, no means no. Yeah. (laughs) And Bond's like, fuck. (laughs) Uh, We had a lot of the old cast is returning for different side roles. Like we've got uh Ray Fines is back as M. We got Money Penny's back, Tanner is back. I always like Charles Robinson better. Um hmm. but they got Q's back and I'm liking this new Q a little bit more now. I love Q and he's two cats that he needs to feed. <laughs> yeah, the cat that was a good little touch. <laughs> he would be a cat guy. Like. He would, yeah. And I like how they did another, and this is another one of those Easter egg things, that uh, Bond was a little bit upset that Moneypenny had a guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that little relationship that they had in the movies before is always something that I thought was funny. Like uh, in Golden Eye, when Bond says like, "Oh, you know, you're dressed up like pretty nice to come here," and she's like, "I, you know, I went on a date," and he's just like, "Do you want on a fucking date? What?" <laughs> <laughs> but this is something that I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna have to like really watch out for it the next time I see it. But was it just me, or did they imply that Money Penny's guy was Max Denby? I didn't get that, but I'm not a big fan like you are, so I don't know. Well, like, because I didn't see any, like, subplot with between Money Penny and C, but right. it could have been, like, something that they had on, like, the editing floor. Like, maybe that there was, like, that was what Money Penny's role in the movie was, because she didn't do that all that much. Yeah. Like, maybe she and Max were kind of, like, an item, and she had like some kind of a scene with M where he was like, I don't trust him. And she's like, well, why not? I'm banging him. It's fine. Like, cause they didn't show his face. Like the, the guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know Tony. Like I, I didn't even think to about this till now. Hmm. Do you really think like it would make sense though? Because I don't think she liked him at all. Like the whole movie. Well, like, Q doesn't really talk all that much about him. M and Bond don't like him for sure. Yeah. But Money Penny doesn't really have much of an opinion in the movie, I don't remember. And I don't think that Tanner liked him, but it's sort of like Money Penny needed to do something else. Like Q had yeah. his little action scene and Tanner's Tanner. Tanner doesn't, you know, he he's boring. <laughs> but like Money Penny was just missing something. I think that's one of my yeah. misses. Yeah, I agree. And she's such a cool character, and oh, I love her accent. She's like so posh. I love it. <laughs> like I wish like she was more in that movie for sure. I agree with that. Then we had, we actually we talked about him a little bit, but Mr. Hinks, the uh, new version of Jaws or Odd Job <laughs> or whatever, Dave Batista. Now we follow wrestling, so we uh, we know Batista a little bit. Were you? waiting at any point for a Batista bomb. <laughs> I kind of was. I wanted him to do that little thumb down thing that he does, the little taunt, like, you know, you're going down, Bond. Like, Oh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Or even just like that guy when um, in the meeting when they're on, he's like, introduce yourself. Like, anything. Like, ah, oh. even though I did love that whole nail situation. Like, that's so... That's kind of, like, ghetto fabulous, because I feel like in the hood, like, that's how, like, a girl with, like, long nails would attack another girl. It's like, I just go for the eyes. <laughs> you know what I really need to see now that you brought up the uh, the introduction thing? Yeah. Somebody really needs to make a YouTube video. Please link it to us in the comments below or something if you make it up. Somebody needs to do his entrance, but with Batista's entrance with, like, the... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the, the pyro going off and stuff. Please, somebody out there. <laughs> that would be amazing. I like this character a lot, actually. I thought that that was a hit. He's strong, silent type. I mean, exactly. the only line he has in the whole movie is shit. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I was so glad that he didn't speak at all. So glad. Because <laughs> that was the worst part of Guardians of the Galaxy with his character is when he was, like, he, I mean, he's not a great actor. Yeah. But he's better... As, like, the strong, silent type. Right. He's not being casted for his acting chops at all. No. Like, let's just, like, be honest. Um, no, because they're not going to put Q in that role. <laughs> and they're not going to put Dave Bautista as 
Money Penny or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Though I would love to see him in drag. That would be cool. Yeah, I don't want to see that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> but our main villain, Franz Oberhauser, or what I geeked out about, Ernst Devereux Blofeld. As soon as they said that, I mean, I knew he was Blofeld because, come on, it's a movie called, called Spectre. Like, you can't have Spectre without Blofeld. Right. And if you were going to have anybody be Blofeld, like, Christoph Waltz is a damn good choice. Yes! He's amazing! I kept thinking for the longest time when Sam Mendes was first doing Skyfall, I was just like, well, we need to get Kevin Spacey in as Blofeld. Because they've worked together ah. with American Beauty. Amazing That's true. Movie. Yeah. Uh, but now that I've seen Christoph Waltz, he's better. I'm glad I they agree. didn't do Spacey. I agree. I feel like if it was Kevin Spacey, I would get too much of like a Seven vibe from him. Like the That's character true. he plays in Seven. But, oh man, like Christopher Waltz is awesome for a villain because he's not a big guy. Like he's really tiny. <laughs> and that's creepy. <laughs> oh, and I, that that wound that he has at the end, and the eye, like, oh, he was so attractive with that. <laughs> <laughs> now that one is actually from "You Only Live Twice." That's like one of their good references when it comes to that. Uh, and when they had that whole, uh, he gets the, the they did the explosion. I was just like, all right, he's not dead. Like, right, Blofeld yeah. has been in so many movies and stuff like that. I'm like, I know he's not dead, but, uh, having that little wound on the eye just made it that much better to me because it was like, all right, my favorite Blofeld is from you only live twice. Like the Telly Savalas one where he just looks like a normal guy. I was like, I'm not really digging that one, but I'm going to send you a picture right now so you can see that. Oh Um, yeah. As soon as that popped up, I'm just like, that's the eye wound. Like, they really did their homework on this movie. Yes. Oh, and it looks so good, too. He looks so gnarly. Ugh, I love it. <laughs> and he was a great... I, he's easily my favorite Bond villain of the past couple of years. I did like Le Chiffre a lot. And I have to admit, part of that's just his name. Because <laughs> it's just... It's, <laughs> it's so weird to think, like, the the big badass villain, Le Chiffre. <laughs> But Mads McKelson's awesome, too. Uh, yeah. But they kinda I like... like Silva, too. Silva was great. Yeah, Silver, Silva was great. And Silva was great in a lot of ways that, like, some of the other ones weren't. Like, I could see him being, like, just... He was, like, psycho. He was. And he had such a heartbreaking story, too. Like, to me, like, I connected with him in so many levels in that movie. Did you they think were... that the teeth were hot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta oh. say, Blofeld's definitely my favorite out of the bunch. Because he's Blofeld. Like, yeah. You know, if you brought Jaws back, I'd be like, okay, Jaws is awesome. Or, like, if you brought back, like, some of the worst ones, like, I can't even remember the guy's name from um, For Your Eyes Only, but that villain was terrible. And I think Kamala Khan was the name of the guy from Octopussy. He's so un- just forgettable. and. Yeah, I remember I watched that one. Octopussy's a weird movie. It really is. I feel like you have to be, like, stoned to really <laughs> get it. <laughs> to be like, wait, Bond's coming out of an alligator? What the fuck yeah. is happening? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> so if she's Octopussy, is there, like, some kind of rule where Bond can fuck eight of them or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. 
talked a little bit about action sequences and stuff, but uh, we got a little breakdown here. You mentioned the Day of the Dead thing at the very beginning. I knew that you'd end up looking at that part. I know. I, oh, I loved it. I was so excited. So excited. Just because all the skulls? Yes! Oh, and I also, it's like a dream of mine to go to Mexico during that time because it's such a beautiful holiday. All the costumes, and James Bond is representing with that costume. It looks really good on him. And it's just like so festive. Like, oh, it's so, oh, it's like it smells like death, but in a good way, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Probably not. But in my I head, it totally does. don't get it at all. <laughs> The uh, the opening part with that, the helicopter thing, I've read some people say that that was a little bit, like, too over the top. I kind of liked it. I like it. Like, it made me very anxious, which I think was a really good thing. Because can you imagine if that helicopter went down in the middle of all those people? Like, I thought it was going to. Me too! And that is amazing. Like, in a lot of movies, you kind of know, like, come on, like, you do know that Bond is going to be alive. Like, there's no way... You know that Blofeld did not die in that explosion. Like, you know certain things. But I really thought he was going to go down. And that, like, was so frightening to me. Because there were so many people around. And that was that was amazing. I love that. We need more of that in every single movie. That was actually a good way for them to do, like, a somewhat realistic thing that we hadn't seen before. Like, there's been fight sequences on helicopters and stuff. But since it was the older movies, it's basically, like... You know, somebody's choking Bond and then he kicks him out. But yeah. This was like, you could have those people do that. And it's there's no laser beams. There's no rockets that are, like, doing any kind of crazy things. It was just, you know, these people are fighting. Once the guy falls, he's dead. There's no... Yeah. He falls and then it has to fall on top of him kind of a thing. Like, although that would have been kind of funny. <laughs> and even when we had the car chase with Hinks, it's... Pretty much just a car chase. Right. I mean, we had a little bit of the gadgets, but the gadgets were failing. And the Which was gadget... cool. Yeah, I mean, that, that was funny. Like when, you know, he types on the thing and it's the music set for 009. Like, <laughs> Fuck, you know. <laughs> but like the gadgets were simple. It was just guns or a flamethrower or an ejector seat. Nothing else. Right. We didn't have it turn invisible like in Die Another Day. No, like, weird, like, well, we've got the, the laser beam thing that can cut through other cars from the living daylights. You know, simple kind of stuff. I like that. Although, I gotta say, one of these action sequences didn't do it for me because it was a little bit over the top, and that was the plane thing. Mm, I could see that. Like, that plane could not be steered after <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was cool looking, though. Like, it was exciting. I feel like it didn't do for you because I feel like you know a lot about these movies. Like, it, I, w I went to, um, when I watched this, I went to this theater um, in Union Square, and it normally gets packed with people, like, those people that will get very excited over explosions. Let's just, like, say it like that. <laughs> and they were going bizarre, like, yo, oh, my God. Ah. And, like, it was funny. Like, to me, it was, it was, like, a good energy to see that people were getting pumped, like, that pumped yeah. <laughs> over a movie. I think if I saw it with that crowd, I'd like it a little bit better, too. But... <laughs> it's great. It's great. Like, I'd it... probably say my favorite out of the whole bunch, though, was probably the train fight. 
Chain Five was good. I think that for me, I'm still gonna stick with the Day of the Dead helicopter scene. I think just because I was scared that thing was gonna go down, so it was great. <laughs> but yeah, the the train was great too. Like it was a great movie. Like I I have a hard time like picking up picking it apart in a negative way. I'm hoping that when I go see it the second time, I'm not going to notice a bunch of stuff that I hate. Oh, <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? I, you know, it's just naturally do it. Like, <laughs> like I still love The Living Daylights, but the more that I watch the movie, the more I realize how there's like 10 plots in that, mm. and none of them really make any sense. Like, <laughs> I mean, Bond steals diamonds that are something to do with like they're going to pass that off to the drug money people that are going to sell that to get money for guns or something. It was just like, what? Like, I don't know, but the Bond girl's hot. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> Music's another whole category here. Writings on the walls of a like solid Bond film uh, theme. I always, it bothers me a little bit when they don't have the name of the movie. Like Spectre could work. I mean, you could talk about ghosts. Yeah. And Casino Royale, the You Know My Name, and Another Way to Die for Quantum of Solace, and then they finally had Skyfall with Skyfall, and it was just, like, awesome. And out of those uh, different ones, Skyfall is definitely my favorite. Oh, my Still, God, yes. It is. That's so good. It's, but I gotta be- say, it's so good. Writings on the Wall is probably my number two for the Daniel Craig ones. I mean, I haven't seen all of them yet, so I can't really say that I, I just I guess compared to Skyfall I did not like writings on the wall I thought that it was like so underwhelming in a way like to me it felt so sad like not yeah I get it yeah like Skyfall is a it's a beautiful song and it's kind of has that death sadness that Adele puts in every single song she does but there was something about and I don't know if it was like the the instruments they used and I'm very dumb when it comes to instruments, you guys. So I'm sorry that I'm not saying the, all the names, but whatever. Oh, I can't help at all with that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like that. Like, that's, like, so, so suspenseful and just, like, oh, it's, like, it's a Bond movie. Kind of, like, it felt like a Bond movie. And Rings on the Wall, to me, just felt very sad. And it didn't get me really pumped, even when I was, like, watching that sequence and, with the octopus and all that, like that's so cool. Like, I knew you, you'd end up liking that too. I <laughs> love you know me too well now, Tony. That's a problem. <laughs> but yeah, I love that stuff. It's so eerie. Like, do an eerie song. It it should be eerie, not sad. Whatever his name is, like Sam. Sam Smith. Yeah, like come on, Sam. We know you can sing. We know you can do like very like. Reach the high notes and all that. Like, just do something eerie. We need that. I need that. Now, I'm curious about the the title sequence for that because when we were talking after the movie, we all kind of said to each other at the same time, like, anybody else get this like tentacle porn vibe? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Hello. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one shot where, like, the I'm assuming it's supposed to be Bond and um. Either Lucia or Madeline, but it's clearly not. It's just two stand-ins, but the two faces are going to go kiss. And I was like, tell me that one of their tongues is going to end up being a tentacle. Oh, that would be so cool. That was going to freak me out if that happened. <laughs> no, that would be so awesome. 
That you wouldn't so go, cool. like, for, like, a second, though? No, hell no. I'd be like, yeah, that's hot. Like, do more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had some other stuff with, like, little miscellaneous things. I really loved how they tied everything back in together. Like, uh, they had the little Vesper Lind interrogation tape that he found. And they kind of, like, admitted, okay, well, Quantum sucks, but Quantum was just a subdivision of Spectre. And, like, I liked how everything was kind of like, even, like, the M, the previous M, she had that one quick little thing from her will. Yeah. And that was just like, okay, that's a good way, like, this movie, I think it kind of, like, this could be like a series finale, sort of. It could, yeah. It did tie a lot of ends. What would be, like... Any kind of, like, random things that stood out to you about the movie that were, like, weird or awesome or interesting or anything like that? Like, I mean, I, I could go on and on about stupid yeah. stuff. Like, Q saying, bring it back in one piece, not just one piece. Oh, my right God. That was so cute. I, I love Q. <laughs> like, he's like, I have two cats, two feet. I'm like, I feel you in so many levels right now. It's just, it's just like, thank you. Like, I love when he's in the screen. I love that um, when he ordered the drink and then Bond said that, just, like, cut the middleman, like, throw it in the <laughs> toilet. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the locations, I mean, of, like, all Bond films, like, the locations are so amazing. They're so breathtaking. Uh, where Dr. Swan works, like, I would totally live in that place. It's just snow and, oh, it's so gorgeous. Um uh, yeah, I love every single part that Q is on. He's like one of my favorite characters. I don't know why, because he's so weird and geeky and adorable. Um, you probably loved the the drill scene. Yeah, I did. That was my favorite part. Thank you for bringing that up. I was just like thinking about Q, and I completely forgot. Oh my god, no! The drill scene was great. I watched it with my friend, and she was freaking out. She was like, ah! "No, no, no!" Ah! <laughs> Like, yes, it's so great. Like, oh, I love it. Like, the sound effects in that, it, oh, oh, I love it. I love that it was, the blood wasn't, like, overly done. It was just great. And just, like, I love that he was just, like, calmly just, like, in his computer. It's like, oh, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna just do, like, gentle stimulus. And then, ah, like, that is, oh, I lo- and he has a cat. It's a very cute cat. <laughs> the Blofeld cat, yeah. <laughs> like, part of me kind of wished that he had the hairless cat, and then I'm like, no, but that's, like, Dr. Evil. So <laughs> 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 that wouldn't be good. Um, yeah. Oh, man. And, 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 and his facilities in the middle of the desert, that's so cool. And the car that comes to pick them up, that was awesome as well. And that, too. I mean, the You Only Live Twice base of operations is a volcano. And, of course, it erupts because you can't have a volcano not erupt in a Bond film. And this one, they had the crater that was based off the meteor had struck there. And, of course, it explodes. Yeah. (laughs) But even little things like the Bond wearing a white tuxedo with a red carnation was something like, I get it. That's a Goldfinger reference in a train, like, which is from Russia with Love, which is this, which is like, that's like a love letter to Bond films. Except for maybe not, like, the more recent ones. There's no references to Die Another Day. <laughs> <laughs> no Madonna? 
No Madonna. No Madonna. Uh, Sam Smith actually does not have a cameo. I was a little bit surprised about that because a lot of the times they like to put some of those people in there. So I was sort of expecting him to be like, I don't know, like a passenger in the train or something. And I was looking out for that, but I didn't see him. I mean, he might. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe but he was there. What would you say out of everything would be your biggest miss and your biggest hit? Uh, my biggest miss, I'm going to agree with you. I feel like uh, Money Penny should have had a bigger, a little bit of a bigger world. And it's like, not like massive, but I mean, like, I feel like the only thing major that she did was to help Bond when he was uh, driving and, and in that car chase and she was talking to him on the phone. Um, so I wish like she had a bigger part. I feel like it's that, and it's a tie between that and um, Dr. Swan's a little bit more, like, uh, emotional scene so that I could connect to her a little bit more. So those two, like, the girls. I wanted more power from the girls in that way. Um, power being being able to connect with them a little bit more. And my biggest win for this, hmm, oh, man. Uh, I think I'm going to say the drill scene was really cool. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, having that on repeat for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to send you weird? a soundbite of a drill going off. Yeah, no, is it weird? Like, I like Daniel Craig. I like Bond. I don't want him to get hurt. But there was, like, something about that scene that I was just like, yeah, do it more. Like, go for his eyes. Like, yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm I'm glad my therapist is not listening to this. <laughs> not until I send it. <laughs> I got to say probably my biggest miss if it's not Money Penny being dropped a little bit, which I'm I'm so convinced that that was a storyline that they dropped, it had to have been. Uh, if not that, then I think maybe I would have liked a little bit more. Uh, for the was it the Alps? What was the like the snowy location? Do you remember what the place was? Uh, the one that he's in the cabin or where she worked. Where she worked, that, that whole thing. Like, uh, do you remember the location itself? I don't remember where it was. No, I don't. They had Mexico for Day of the Dead. They had Austria for like. Was it Austria? I think Wait. so. No. I don't know. Whatever it is. They have Rome. <laughs> Alaska. We'll just say it's that. <laughs> uh, I was a little bit disappointed that that wasn't a ski chase. Because oh. I think that would have been a little bit different. Like, we had the car stuff already with the, the Hinks car chase. And the plane thing, I would have gone for a ski thing because skiing is another one of those like standard Bond action set pieces. Yeah, that and, would be cool. You know, it would have been a little bit different. Daniel Craig hasn't done a ski chase yet. So, I mean, maybe that's one of the reasons why. Maybe he doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd probably be my biggest miss, which is not like a huge complaint. It's just sort of, do you have like on a checklist of Bond stuff, that was one that they missed. But my biggest hit's got to be the opening gun barrel. Like, that was just, like, the the very opening thing was the icing on the cake for me, kind of. Yeah. I was just like, they got it back. Like, it's going to continue now. And, um, everything's restored in the world, kind of a thing. <laughs> so, overall, I think we're both giving this a hit, right? Yes. Go yeah. watch it. Definitely, it's definitely recommend this movie. And for non-Bond franchise uh, people, too, because, yes. like I said before, the people I saw it with, some of them had seen a few, some of them hadn't seen any, and everybody walked out and said that they liked it, so. Yeah, my friend just went to see it because she, um, 
her parents are from Mexico, and she was like, oh, there's a Day of the Dead scene. I want to see it. Like, that was why she saw it, and she loved it. So it definitely speaks to anybody who just wants to have a good time in the movies. So the last thing we have to do is just some plugs. So anything you want to throw out there for people to check out? Yes, I'm still trying to set up my freaking online store. But in the meantime, check out my Instagram, creepy underscore Caroline, and check out Finboys Anonymous always. What's the online store going to be? Oh, man. I'm... Etsy or like... No, it's, it's going to be either Society9 or... Oh the other one i can't remember the name but uh, i'm still debating if it's gonna be etsy as well or not i'm still trying to figure it out i'm not really smart so just bear with me (laughs) either way check that out make sure that you guys keep checking fanboysanonymous.com for more stuff i'm gonna see how many more bond articles i can write up (laughs) eventually we're gonna tap the well pretty dry but uh we're gonna be rounding out specter and bond stuff pretty soon because we got to start ramping up to star wars month which I mean, if I went nuts over the Bond stuff, I'm going to go nuts over the like, I'll, I'll fully admit, as excited as I was for the gun barrel, probably the same level, if not more, when it comes to the Star Wars stuff. Like, when I watched that most recent trailer, I got teary-eyed. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm a 28-year-old man. <laughs> but different franchises, they give you the goosebumps. So we're going from one to another one. So lots more articles when it comes to Bond and Star Wars coming up soon. We've got uh, another set of movie club that's going to be coming out. That's going to be Bond related. haven't quite figured out what movies we're doing yet, but I know we're going to do Bond films. Probably going to do one for each Bond. So right now I would assume we're probably going to do maybe like Goldfinger for Connery. We got to do On Her Majesty's Secret Service for Lazenby because that's his only one. So we got to suffer through that one. (laughs) Uh, Not sure about Roger Moore. Seems like people would want maybe Moonraker, maybe Living Let Die, maybe Vito Kill, I don't know. And Brosnan's Goldeneye for sure. And Dalton's license to kill. So we got all those coming up. And uh probably Casino Royale, I think, for Craig. So if you want more Bond stuff, go ahead and check that out too. Make sure that you follow this, share, like, subscribe, pass it along to your friends, all the other kind of stuff like that. If you're interested in the wrestling stuff, go to smarkoutmoment.com. If you're interested in completely random stuff, you never know when there's going to be another episode of the All Talk Show, so follow the All Talk Show on all those different platforms. And that should do us in for episode 21 of The Review Point. Tell us what you think, where the hits or misses, and I think that's about all we need to do. So, wrapping us out, I'm Tony Mango, and I'm a fanboy. See you next time, everybody.